T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by Team Hogberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. And Odyssey Station. The Score! Now the rain is absolutely coating this ballpark. It is a sheet. It's a wall of rain, and Larry Vanover is going to wave it off on two and two. Vince wanted to try to finish him <laughs> off. They might just stand there yeah. and play anyway. Yes, they don't need the umpires. Just throw him a pitch. Yeah, you say, come on, let's see what you Stay got. Stay in. Let's go, boys. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was one of the real great moments <laughs> in this game that and the four runs on the board but that was funny like Trout saying here let's go you and me that was really really fun yesterday the best player in the game Mike Trout did not want to give up on the at bat and neither did Vince Velasquez Vince Velasquez was terrific for the White Sox yesterday. It's Matt Spiegel here with you on Hit and Run on the score. Some bonus Hit and Run as we make our way towards Cubs pregame with Zach Zabin at about 12.35 or so. And um, I'll tell you, we're going to talk about Marcus Stroman um, and his mechanics in a minute. But for a moment on Velasquez, I was cynical about him, cynical about his arm, and what was going to be possible. And when I say cynical about the arm, I mean, I wasn't ready to allow for the possibility of a little breakthrough of sorts for Velasquez because we've seen him now for a while struggle and really just throw the fastball, just throw the fastball over and over that four-seam fastball, which is a good one, but to throw it as much as he has. And the rap on him coming out of San Diego last year and out of Philly for the years before that was there is no secondary stuff. There's just no other pitches that he trusts or likes or are any good. And it turns out that if you get a real good pitching coach helping with pitch selection and pitch usage and reformulating a guy's plan it can work, especially if he starts to get confident and starts to get comfortable. And great article from James Fegan today in The Athletic about Velasquez and about sort of the psychological fit of Ethan Katz and the White Sox and what Ethan Katz had done with Carlos Rodon, who's kind of a similar 
self-critical uh, pitcher who, with a real strong arm, who obsessively was self-critical in the past, and how Rodon and Katz figured some stuff out, and now Velasquez and Katz have seemingly figured some stuff out. I'm not saying Velasquez is going to go off on a tear like Rodon did all of last year and continues to do right now, by the way, in San Francisco. But there's some similarities uh, there in terms of the way they think about stuff and in the way that Katz has worked with Velasquez. And the big thing is that he's not throwing the fastball like he used to. They're trusting that secondary stuff, a sinking fastball that he's thrown more than 10% of the time, which is way higher than he ever has in any season at any point in Velasquez's career. And... When he does use that four-seam fastball, it's so different than the sinker that has that little giddy-up, that carry there at the top of the zone, and he's getting swings and misses on it. And when he is getting contact on he's getting a lot of fly balls and not bombs or super hard hit balls that he was getting in the past because people aren't just sitting on that good four-seam fastball. So... Man, it's pretty cool. There's material changes, and that is behind the confidence. It's almost always both. One can lead to another. Sometimes the confidence comes first, and then you figure out some of the changes. Sometimes the changes come first and help with the confidence. That appears to be what's going on right now with Vince Velasquez, the White Sox, Ethan Katz, and more. So apologies to him and to Katz for kind of underestimating the possibilities out of an arm quite that good. Because the arm really is that good. That's the thing. So uh, Velasquez does that yesterday. Very, very good. Very, very impressive. And now um, the White Sox will turn to other pitchers as they try to get past the Angels here. So what you've got now is Dallas Keuchel against Michael Lorenzen and that mighty Angels lineup. Probably a good day to play your Angels in beat the streak. As for the White Sox lineup, Tim Anderson leads off. Luis Robert has moved up to the two spot. Yasmani Grandal is your DH. Jose Abreu leading the team in walks. That ain't right. At first base, Gavin Sheets in right field. AJ Pollock in left field. Hmm. So Sheets in right and Pollock in left. Interesting. Leori Garcia at second base. Reese McGuire, your, your catcher. Uh, and Josh Harrison at third. Today, So no Jake Berger. thought it was interesting yesterday. The White Sox um, did have, because of the Andrew Vaughn injury, which obviously continues another day here, had Adam Engel in right, A.J. Pollock making his first start of the season in left, and Luis Robert in center. That is the best possible defensive outfield, and those three in those very specific spots. That's the best possible defensive outfield that the White Sox can field. That should be the outfield that they field for Finishing games, 7, 8, and 9 when you've got a lead. Pollock in left and Angle in right. We saw that did not happen early on in the year in Detroit. Led to a mistake by Pollock. But um, interesting to see Pollock out there in left when Sheets is the right fielder of choice. Maybe that's because Sheets' lack of comfort in left field. We'll see. Andrew Vaughn been hitting very, very well, but out of the lineup today. Supposedly available to be back in the lineup tomorrow. And um, we'll see if that is indeed the case. So one more game against the Angels for the White Sox. um, And then it is going to be Sox and Cubs Tuesday and Wednesday. 
Sox and Cubs Tuesday and Wednesday at Wrigley. Uh, for the Cubs today, right up there in Milwaukee against the very, very good Corbin Burns, who they got to in week number one, but has settled down quite a bit since then. Alfonso Rivas leading off. Seiya Suzuki 0 for his last 11 as the right fielder and two-hitter. Ian Happ, the best overall player uh, on these Cubs, other than Suzuki so far this year. Happ with some great defense last night. Hitting the ball from the left and the right side. He's your three-hitter. Frank Schwindel will DH and bat fourth. Patrick Wisdom at third. Had trouble defensively last night. Gets another chance today. Is your five-hitter. Jason Hayward in center field. Hits sixth. And Nico Horner, the shortstop at seven. Jan Gomes in as your catcher in the eighth spot. Nick Madrigal in the ninth spot for the Cubs going up against Corbin Burns. So, look, for Marcus Stroman who pitches today, there was a uh, a good indicator, a good seeming outcome in his last start against Atlanta. And that was that Stroman had the sinker and the slider working together. He had thrown 86 pitches in Atlanta through six different pitches, according to StatCast. But Stroman's one of those guys who throws a lot of different pitches at a lot of different speeds with different feels and can mess with arm angles and stuff like that. So a lot of times StatCast will get fooled. But Stroman has a lot of different tools um, in the box. And with his slider and his sinker last time, he had eight called strikes with the slider, seven called strikes with the sinker, and he did pretty well. And overall, it was a step forward for him. And after the game, he talked about his mechanics, did Stroman, because that's been a major issue for Marcus on the year is getting those mechanics all lined up and as he's looking forward to feeling comfortable. Marcus Stroman on his mechanics from after yeah, the last Yeah, game. definitely take some positives. Um, it's, it's, it's good to that, – that lineup's incredible, one through nine, and they're super aggressive. So I think they're um, – the, I think they're barreling the balls up as one of the best teams in the big leagues right now. So anytime you can get through six and, and keep it under three, four runs against that team, um, I think that's a, a good job. But as far as how I feel, I definitely need to do some work. And um, I can't wait to feel comfortable because I know how much more confident I pitch. I know how much more I mess with my timing. I know how much more everything kind of has more action on it. So I just want to get to that point. Need to, need to see it. Um, absolutely need to see it. And today would be a great time to uh, really do that. The ERA is up near seven. He started four games and he has, uh, the Cubs have lost all four of those games that Marcus Stroman has started. This would be a very good time to do it. Some sloppy baseball the last couple of days, obviously for the Cubs, and it, it's it's unfortunate because it can make for a tough watch, a tough listen right here. Um, uh, never a tough listen. I shouldn't say that because Pat and Ron and Zach are so fabulous. But we know and, and, and the Cubs know that watching and living with this team on a daily basis can be a bit of a challenge um, when the build is on. You remember that. You remember that feeling, right? In 2012, 13, and 14. And this is not a similar rebuild at all. But what you do remember is that zooming out helps. It, you know, understanding the overall plan, realizing that there is more on the way, realizing that some of the organizational changes are happening, it helps. And in the day-to-day life of of going with the ball games, as you will, because baseball is so damn fun as a companion sport, it's such a good companion in your life every single day. 
you're going to have that there with you. So, but zooming out is a really good way to help remind you exactly what is happening around the uh, around the organization. It's, it's a great point, though, Speaks, because it's easy to get caught up in the day to day with this team. And and while that's important to some extent, it, it's really that, like you said, you got to take take the team as a full scope. That you know you're, you're developing players for the future. And as you look around at the state of the prospects, we thought this would be a good time to take a look around because uh, this is a moment for you to uh, to remind yourself of how much there is. And one guy to think about is Ed Howard. Ed Howard, the great Chicago story. Jackie Robinson West, the brilliant defensive shortstop, reached base four times last night for South Bend, for high A South Bend. They're working a lot on some very specific changes in his approach and his mechanics and it's starting to pay off for Ed Howard on the field. And that could be a massive, massive thing because the slickness and smoothness of this former first-round draft pick as a defensive player is inarguable. One of the better defensive players in all of the minor leagues. So reaching base four times last night with the triple, having some of those very specific changes working out well for him is key. By the way, 312-644-6767 is the phone number. You're welcome to hop in here in the final few minutes of Hit and Run. we got another about 15 minutes or so, so plenty of time to take your calls this afternoon as we head towards Cubs baseball. So that's a big one for me is Ed Howard, and it's one we can watch closely. Alexander Canario with a huge home run last night. Canario is a guy who came from San Francisco in the Chris Bryant trade. He's got 15 RBIs on the year and hit a massive bomb last night against a left-handed hitter. Offensively, Pete Crow Armstrong is, has been a revelation of sorts for the Cubs. Uh, the quote was that they were, quote, taken aback, and some of this comes to us via Michael Cerami over at Bleacher Nation. But Pete Crow Armstrong, a brilliant defensive player, very smooth runner and smooth outfielder who came to the Cubs from the Mets with the, in the Javier Baez trade, is having a terrific offensive start, slugging 479, um, excuse me, on base at 479, slugging 610. So the numbers combining for a really impressive start. He's got the second best Weighted runs created plus of anybody in his league behind only a guy who's two years older is Pete than Pete Crow Armstrong. And he told Baseball America, um, some of the guys over there, uh, Kyle Glazer over there, Baseball America, quote, my body feels great. No little hitches, no kinks. There's a lot of work to be done. But um, the people who've had the same surgery as I have as Pete Crow Armstrong is still recovering a bit from a surgery the people have been able to talk about it they've all said you don't feel like yourself for a year or so if that's the case i'm cool with that but i'm going to continue to take it day by day i feel great right now doing what i can with what i got and he's doing an awful lot is pete crow armstrong so there's another one chase strumpf the second round pick of the cubs in 2019 is uh tapping into the power a little bit more He's striking out a lot, unfortunately, but he is hitting with a lot more power. So we'll check in every once in a while along the way here. Um, One name I wanted to mention, not doing well, but starting to find himself a little bit, Brendan Davis. 
He, uh, he's, I think he's batting like a buck 97 so far, but last mm-hmm. couple of games had some nice, hard, solid contact. Hopefully that starts turning around. He's a guy he's, he's got to be added to the 40 man because he's five. He's uh was it rule five eligible this year. So you're probably going to see him, but it all depends. He's next month. If he can heat up, it's going to be the difference between, you know, a call up in June, July or a call up for a cup of coffee. Yeah. So he'll be called up at some point. That's for sure. But I don't know that it's going to be super soon because of that start. I mean, his strikeout rate is Way, way, it's way high up high. there, and the Cubs are already log jammed at outfield. So yes, and and until they can figure out some stuff here, because that's the the multiple purposes, the cross purposes at, at times of what you're seeing play out here from the Cubs' perspective is um, trying to win games. Yes, but trying to figure out exactly what they have, trying to showcase guys as much as they can, and we'll see what they're going to do. They've got to make two roster spots um, available. Have to cut down the roster by two. By tomorrow, as do the White Sox, obviously, as does every team in baseball. You're allowed to uh, to have as many pitchers um, as you've been had, as you've been having, because it was going to be limited down to 13 pitchers, but it's actually going to stay at a 14 pitcher maximum from May 2nd to May 29th. It was supposed to go down to 13. It's going to stay at 14, but rosters do indeed need to shrink from 28 to 26. As of tomorrow, but teams will be allowed to stay with 14 pitchers, 12 position players. So we'll see. Um, There are a lot of pitchers they have to make some decisions on, whether it's Mark Leiter Jr. And, you know, we'll see how close Wade Miley is and maybe Alec Mills getting ready to come back. But Michael Hormacio or Rafael Ortega, those guys are in danger right now because if if the Cubs are not ready to do something with Jason Hayward, and I don't think that they are, I'll be very, very surprised if they do that, then Michael Hermosillo or Rafael Ortega could end up being gone. There's going to be a lot of activity here, I do believe, today and tomorrow in Major League Baseball. You'll see a lot of, obviously, roster moves with people going down, but don't be surprised if you see a bunch of trades, smaller trades. So it's it's been... I think that's a big reason why Ortega's been playing as much as he has and leading off as much as he has, that there's a little bit of a showcase that's going on for some of these guys. Hey, I've got I've to let him go. He's a lefty. He can run. He can hit. He's got some pop. He can play center field for you. Interested? 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 And we'll find out if anybody is indeed interested. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of lower-level trades later on today and maybe even tomorrow in Major League Baseball. 670, the score is where you are. It's Matt Spiegeler you're with on Hit and Run. We'll come back and uh, talk to you some more about what's going on around Major League Baseball, including a big revenge game for a powerful hitter yesterday on the score. It comes in Sox fans. The passion for your team runs deep. So the score is going to hook you up with a chance to win a pair of tickets to Wednesday's Wintrust Crosstown game on the north side. A lot of shoving, a lot of yelling. Uh, that's enough of that. BS. In fact, we're giving away a pair of tickets in each of your favorite score shows all day Monday. So listen to Mully and Haw, Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, and the Parkins and Spiegel Show to find out how you can have a chance to win during each show. That ball is can be there Wednesday to see the Cubs and Sox battle it out for bragging rights on us from Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station.
Hey, it's David Hoffer, FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 670 The Score, and the biggest horse race of the year is quickly approaching, and you can bet the Derby risk-free up to $200 with TVG. New TVG players can get started with a risk-free bet up to $200 on your first single horse win wager. That means you'll get up to $200 back if your horse doesn't win. The TVG app gives you all the tools you need to bet the Derby. You'll get access to free picks, analysis, and wagering advice from industry experts. Maybe you want to bet on epicenter maybe smile happy what about tis the bomb do your research and get involved with the derby don't miss out just sign up with the promo code windy city w-i-n-d-y-c-i-t-y for your chance to bet risk-free up to 200 exclusively on tvg.com and the watch tvg app remember to use the promo code windy city at sign up agent residency restrictions apply new users only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days visit tvg.com for offer terms gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Meet Mike. Mike has his head stuck in the sand, ignoring the seepage problem in his basement. He should call U.S. Waterproofing instead. U.S. Waterproofing? Yep. They'll fix your seepage issues now, before the next storm hits. The next storm? Newsflash, Mike. It rains in Chicagoland. Schedule your free consultation today at uswaterproofing.com or call 800-US-WATER and enjoy no interest if paid in full in one year. U.S. Waterproofing. A better basement starts with us. You've set your financial goals. One kid plans to go Big Ten, the other Ivy. Your bucket list includes seaside sunrises and sunsets on the slopes or perhaps a second home away from it all. Busey Bank can help develop the right investment strategy to take charge of the years ahead. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. How's your mental health? I'm listening with Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I don't think there's an age that's too early because really, if you take away the word therapy, what's happening is, hey, let's communicate with other people. Let's communicate what you're feeling. It's just communication skills. So it's like basically you're just saying, hey, there might be some conversation you can have with X person that's going to help you. And because it helps you to evolve as a human. Explore more at imlistening.org. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel, Sunday mornings on The Score. 3-2 again. High and deep to left. McCormick back, jumps, gone! Springer gets just enough to send it over the fence, and the Blue Jays have a 1-0 lead. Another leadoff home run for George Springer. Away, away, and then Tabby, he left one over the middle of the plate. And there's the breaking ball right there. Boy, it's such a great sight to see these two at the top of the lineup doing their thing. First, George Springer, home run number five, just into the bullpen. The guy who got him, got him to lead off the bottom of the first, and that's this guy, George Springer. Really good in Houston, even better as the Blue Jays. He reaches for this one. It's got some carry, and it is gone. Second home run of the afternoon for 
George Springer. George Springer with a couple of bombs for the Blue Jays. He's up to six home runs, tied for fourth in Major League Baseball. Behind Jose Ramirez of the Guardians, C.J. Crone of the Colorado Rockies, and your home run leader in MLB is... Anthony Rizzo. At nine. Nine homers for Rizzo. But don't fret, Cubs fans, about that. Don't freak out about that. You see what Rizzo is doing? He is playing to the ballpark. That man is pulling the ball at a higher clip than he ever has in his life. He is hitting fly balls at a higher clip than he ever has in his life. Think about all the decades that you have watched the Yankees go grab left-handed power hitters like Joey Gallo and a million others throughout the years and hope that they could adjust and be Babe Ruth-esque with the short porch, which has been out there in right field at Old Yankee Stadium, at New Yankee Stadium, etc. Hit it down the line, hit it high, and hit it far, and, and you might hit it out. Anthony Rizzo's doing it. Absolutely doing it. And he's, uh, what I'm saying is, I don't think he'd have these numbers at Wrigley Field because he'd be have a much more balanced approach and you'd see him, you know, kind of doing what he's done the past few years at Wrigley Field. He is selling out for power and pull and it is working in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he's just kind of, I mean, when you talk about that profile, of course, that was what everyone brings up when he got sent to the Yankees. But now he's really, now that he's had a full offseason to kind of work this out, he's figuring out how to pull this thing, man. Well, that's that's the thing about him is that we know that his bat control is excellent. His ability to make adjustments are excellent. So I guess we should have seen that part coming yeah right 670 the score is where you are it's hit and run me matt spiegel here with you um you know it's interesting to see a few different things that are going on here in town as as managers adjust to what they have tony la russa with reese mcguire back there and yasmani grandal at dh reese mcguire is a very very good defensive catcher and i i think that's a very healthy thing for tony to do is to have reese mcguire there more often, uh, and have Yaz as a DH, especially when, obviously, when Yaz needs the rest and needs to take some pressure off those legs. But just, just in, in general, you're better off with a better defensive catcher, and certainly a guy like uh, Dallas Keuchel, who lives with that ball down there at the bottom of the zone, throwing those changeups in the dirt, those curveballs in the dirt. The more you can uh, get those defended, the better off you will be. Another thing about the White Sox to let you know is that Yuan Moncada has homered in his first at bat in his rehab in Charlotte. Earlier, we heard from the manager of the AAA Charlotte Knights who said that Moncada was going to be there probably for the next five games. But you never know. Moncada tried to steal a base last night, and he just homered now. If he's feeling good and feeling healthy and looking good, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a quick trigger call-up from down there. I can also remind you that in this week with Cubs and Sox, we here at The Score will be giving away one pair of Cubs and White Sox tickets per show starting tomorrow. So Mully and Hall will be doing that. The Lawrence Holmes show will be doing that. And I know there'll be other shows throughout, I believe, the course of the day and the broadcast week giving away Cubs and White Sox tickets for what should be a very fun Tuesday night and Wednesday night. You'll hear both games, obviously, here on The Score. Thank you to Sean Sears, our executive producer, doing a great job as he does every week. Thank you to Keegan Thompson for joining the show. 
thank you to Chris Kampka for joining the show, as he always does. Thank you to our associate producer, Ruben Spiegel, for his very, very spirited work. Did a great job back here. Yeah, did he? He picked some good music. Uh, really? Okay. Well, it's, it's we're going to have to increase the uh, responsibility as we go here for uh, young Ruben. He said he's booking the show next week. All so. right, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Man, can't wait to talk to Dr. Seuss on next week's show. That's going to be hot. Or the descendants of Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, unfortunately, no longer with us. Cubs baseball is up next. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks you so much for calling. It'll be me with Danny Parkins all week long. Parkins and Spiegel back in action tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. And then I'll be back here uh, with you for Hit and Run as we roll on on 670 The Score with your broadcast day. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy your baseball games. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.